0: that explores the world within and out and thank you for subscribing to traveling inside out on any podcast platform you feel like and if you could rate it on apple podcast would really help me to be found by other listeners like you thank you did you know you can be burnout even though you are not overworking yourself Hmm. let's talk about that Before we actually start the episode, I do have to tell you, if you've been following my social media, mainly Instagram at Alina's underscore Wonders, you will know that yesterday I announced the three titles that I'm considering to name my first book. I will remind you, I am writing children's book and it's going to be part of a trilogy. Right now I'm looking for illustrator and editor, and I manage, I decided to tell you what the titles would uh, be. So the three titles are The Adventures of Rainbow in the Glass Realm, Colorblind Rainbow and the Magic Window, or Colorblind Rainbow. So let me know what you think, and I will uh, take that in consideration. Okay, back to the podcast. If you are a long-time listener, you might know that I recorded a podcast last year in which I was talking about um, burnout and how to cope. Um, that episode was quite an in-detail episode, so I would highly suggest if you haven't listened to that one, go ahead and listen to that one first and then come back and listen to this episode. So in that episode, I was uh, referring to signs. Uh, I mean, signs that you might have it. Then I was talking about possible causes. And finally, I was coming up with some idea on how to handle if you're going through uh, burnout. Um, And I think I'm making quite a, I mean, (laughs) it's me talking, right? So, of course, I I believe that I'm making good points. But um, recently, I've been listening to other podcasts and I've discovered uh, the work of Ashley Stahl. She's a business coach and an author and also a podcast uh, host. But this time around, she was a guest on A uh, afford Anything podcast hosted by Paula Pent. and it was it's episode three hundred twenty one and it's called How to Transition to Your Dream Career. And when I listened to that, like she she's coming with amazing points and how to figure out what you want in life and all those kind of stuff. But for me, it was really important because she's talking about the five main, things that would tell you that you are going through a burnout and I want to talk to about each one of them because I wrote them down on paper while I was listening to the podcast and I'm like oh wait I'm actually experiencing this so before moving forward I have to be very honest with you and tell you that I have been um out of work for ever (laughs) No, I'm joking. But um, I've been trying to get back into working in production, in film production in Iceland. Unfortunately, kind of unsuccessful. I've only worked a few days, uh, like four, four, four or five days last month for a, as a PA job. For a, I was basically replacing someone who wasn't available. So just for a little bit. And... I realized that um, all the rejections that I've been getting ever since January is taking a toll on me, which I thought that is not that bad, but actually it is. And I want to talk about that because probably now with COVID, a lot of people can truly relate to what I'm saying. The thing is this, I am an immigrant living in a country that I don't speak the language of. So from the beginning, my opportunities are quite narrowed down. I used to work, before I used to work in uh, hospitality, but because of COVID, hospitality got shut down. So tourism was almost, like international tourism was almost dead uh, in Iceland. And now it's starting to open up again. However, uh, last year I managed to get a job to work for uh, The Challenge, the show on MTV. And ever since then, I've been trying to get back into working in production. My experience is mostly working in film festivals, not production per se. So this is probably one thing that doesn't help me that much but also the fact that I don't know anyone and I'm everybody knows this, it's not like I'm rambling on, like no, everybody knows this. If you don't know someone, then you're not gonna get a job. So it's very difficult for me to get inside the circle. And ever since February, I've been in contact with, like I've been sending emails and I've been calling every few weeks uh, for 30 production companies in Iceland, and they either tell me that they don't have anything. Um, or they might have something, but they already have people, or um, they will have something later on or 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 or. And I think I only got like two truly two rejections. But it never came like it it never it never felt like I'm getting all the rejection. It's just that I'm not getting a job, which, you know, again, it can take it, it took a toll on me. So I, I had to tell you this, even though I feel very insecure about talking about this, but I had to tell you this just to know where I'm coming from. So now I want to talk about the five things that Ashley Stoll was mentioning in her um Quest about burnout, and uh, the first one she's mentioning is powerl- powerless powerlessness <laughs> powerlessness. What's wrong with me? Why can't I say the name? And this was the first one that hit me, and this is when I was I was so hooked, and I was like, okay, I'm, I have to uh, mark these ones down she gives examples but basically the main thing that she means by power powerlessness is when you are kind of resigned to whatever you're trying to do and I- I- in such a way that you are already starting to like not uh, care about it anymore so much so that you would feel like numb so it's like a general numbness that comes with the fact that you you are not in charge, and you can't change the situation. And again, she is talking about someone who's uh, burnout in a job that they don't like, uh, while I'm talking about not getting what I want. And I, I, I totally feel and understand this because the fact that I know I can contribute to a um, a production and I'm not being led to do so, it's so frustrating that it's, yeah, it's, and the fact that I I keep trying and I keep putting myself out there, and I'm not getting a successful answer is devastating. Then, uh, tiredness. Which I thought that for me doesn't quite go as well, but because she's like she can be, she mentions that it can be literally the lack of sleep. While for me it's not necessarily the lack of sleep because I do sleep enough hours. It's just more, more, mostly the, um, the the I I I lack the ambition to do anything, um, and I don't mean. Well, if you don't want to do anything, how do you expect to get a job? I mean, in my daily things, I don't want to go out. And it it might be combined with coronavirus that really, I guess, put a, a, a mark on me as well. But it's just about not having the will to do the regular stuff. I don't want to go on a walk. The weather is very the weather was crazy this summer or spring summer so far in Iceland so I was planning to go on hikes but it has been raining for every day for three weeks like I'm not overreacting when I'm saying that it has been raining every single day for three weeks nonstop. so no hiking I feel that I'm just yeah I'm not in a good shape um So all of these are coming together and it's a different kind of tiredness, but at the end of the day, yeah, it's still kind of tiredness. Then she's talking about loneliness and I do have a partner, but my partner lives abroad. I had him here visiting for um, a week or like 10 days and it was devastating when he left. And once again, not knowing when I'm going to be able to see him again, it's fearful, but... The loneliness comes by w- with the fact that I don't belong to a community. And it's so frustrating because I don't feel... I, I, I'm just going to be honest. And if you are going to get angry at me, then you can get angry at me. But I don't feel connected to Iceland, to Icelandic culture or to Icelandic people. I just don't. And maybe it's because I don't know enough about it. Or maybe it's because I got so many rejections. Or maybe it's because of the language barrier. It can be a lot of stuff, but I don't feel that I belong at all. Um, But I also don't feel like I belong back in Romania because I moved on. And I've been there two years ago. And it it was not okay. I didn't, like, I, I felt like I have higher expectations from life and everybody was looking at me like I'm the crazy one. And it it dragged me in a really bad place as well. And um, I came to Iceland with the idea that I'm going to manage to put some money aside. And eventually I'm going to move to the United States to be with my partner. But then COVID happened and now everything is freaking destroyed and shambled. And except my relationship, that still goes strong. So... Yeah, the fact that I not, I don't belong to a community, it's really difficult to admit and to, you know, really get into it. <laughs> um, then, and then, uh, number four is the lack of purpose, which I need to talk a little bit more about that. Um Because my point is that at the end of all these inner searches, I kind of came up with an epiphany, more than one actually, uh, to understand exactly what I want and so on. So the lack of purpose is for me to realize that my only purpose is to get a job. But So I'm not able to get that job, but then it's not like I'm gonna get a job and all the problems in the world are gonna be fixed. So I think the idea of not having a purpose in um in a greater way is taking a toll on, uh, on me as well. And then the last one, which is kind of <laughs> so easy to understand, is a self-esteem and the need of um the need to p- to prove myself basically. Um Of course, after getting so many rejections and not understanding exactly why, because nobody has time to explain to you why, um, and the last one that really hit me, I was, I would say, I was told that I'm being considered for for a project manager for a film festival that I really care about here in the city, and... In the beginning, so I talk with the person, and the person was like, okay, let's have an interview, if not tomorrow, the day after. And I'm like, okay, great, sounds good. But then she never c- contacts me back, and then I'm s- sending an email and be like, hi, so what's happening? And then she's just telling me, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, sh- I still hope to have something for you. I'm just running late. Uh, give me a moment, and then I will come back to you and then the w- like w- one week passes uh, or t- one week and a half passes and i'm like okay what's happening so i'm contacting her again and she's telling me that unfortunately she wanted to consider me for project manager for the festival but she has been contacted by so many other people uh, that worked for the festival before so unfortunately she doesn't have um any jobs that she could offer me, because the ones that she needs now it's for people who speak Icelandic. And um, if I'm interested to be a volunteer, then she would be happy to host me. Which, I'm sorry, but I have eight or seven, I don't remember, like eight years experience in in film festivals and I I worked for 10 different film festivals. And from project manager, not you're that you're gonna be like you're not gonna be a project manager, you're gonna be like an assistant manager, and you know you're gonna be a volunteer. That really like hit my self-esteem like a motherfucker. And it, it happened before one month before when uh, for for another production company, they were telling me that they are considering me for to be like a manager or, like, a producer, and uh, he would even mentioned like, how much he would pay me. And then, at the end of the day, when we were talking about, okay, how we can collaborate and how we can do this and that, he said, yeah, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm i not going to need you. I'm just going to have an accountant to deal with all my stuff. What? So, you can imagine that my self-esteem right now is, like, uber low, And I'm trying to like fake it until you make it. (laughs) Ha, 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 but that's stupid, and it's annoying, and that's not who I am. However, at the same time, I decided to enroll into a course that I can't afford, and I'm being very honest about it. I cannot afford this class. And it's kind of my last try. It's extremely expensive for for my budgeting right now, thinking that I'm living out of unemployment benefits, and I've been living out of unemployment benefits since the beginning of of the year. Um it's it's a try it's a last try for me to put my brand together and really try to to get the presence online in such a way that I can make any sort of revenue. Um, and I've realized, like having so many epiphanies, because I'm in so many groups and uh listening to podcasts and things like that, they all make me think. So, what I wanted to mention about all this burnout list is that one, I didn't know it's possible to have to be going through a burnout even though you're not overworking yourself. And this is where I was wrong. I am overworking myself. I'm overworking myself with the way that I've been looking for jobs because there's not even a moment in my day when I'm not thinking that I should do more, I should try more, I should contact more people, I should ask more, I should do more. So even though physically I'm not working per se, but all these uh, torment that I'm going through because I'm not able to get that job that would secure me financially, is taking, as I was saying, a really huge toll on me. And then at the same time, I've realized that I have been very mean with me and with myself um, in such a way that I compared the way that I talk to myself with the way that I'm talking with my friends. And if any of my friends would go through what I'm going right now, I would be so kind to them and understanding because it would make sense to me that it's not necessarily their fault they are trying their best but when I talk to myself I'm just putting myself down calling me a failure calling myself a failure calling myself of um, not enough never gonna make it never gonna be happy You don't know what you want. And all of these things that I keep telling myself and I realize that I should just switch. I should try to switch all of these negative thoughts and think about myself as I would think about a good friend of mine. And one of the things that I have right now on my wall, uh, on my right, is I wrote failure in the colors of the rainbow, in a column. And for each letter, I came up with an important word. So whenever I feel like I'm a failure, I wrote that in fact, I'm going through a festive, accomplished, improved, learning, ultimate rich experience. And it's in the colors of the rainbow, and I love it, uh, For me, I'm easy to be distracted. I'm easily distracted. And this paper, maybe it sounds stupid, but it helps me. You see, even now I put myself down. No, I'm just gonna stop doing that. Um, It's a really great coping mechanism that I found without even realizing. Uh, I had to come up with an idea for something uh, for, for the program that I was telling. And it's really helping me out. To put a little bit of a spin, a little bit. I'm still going down the rabbit hole. I'm still spiraling, of course, but it is a sunny, rainbowy, <laughs> uh, you know, like a spot on my wall, trying to make myself feel better. Now, I do have to tell you that I, uh, next week, I'm going to talk about another person that I've discovered online and about working on the core because she had an amazing mini-series and I really want to talk about everything that I've learned from her. But until then, I just want to tell you now at the end of the episode, I want to tell you the... um, and actually, maybe I should read to you what I wrote. So I had to do an exercise. And this is where I got the epiphany of my lifetime. I had to do an exercise in which, sorry, if you're listening to me <laughs> turning the page, uh, I had to do an exercise in which I decided that I'm going to be completely honest. So the exercise was I was supposed to write my own eulogy. Um, From the perspective of, from the perspective of um, the one, my biggest fan. And when I really thought about, it was also after listening to the podcast with Ashley Stoll, so I was taking everything in, and I was thinking about what do I want to be remembered about and what do I want to be, like, what would, would say, like, my my biggest fan, what would my biggest fan say, you know? Like, what would that be? And the first moment I was like, yeah, I want to be a writer and I want to be a producer and I want to be a great coordinator, but nobody's going to give a damn. Nobody's truly going to give a damn about all of this. And then I start thinking, and I was like, what, what, what is really important to me? And this is when I came up with um, this eology. We have gathered here today to celebrate Alina's life. She might be gone, but her legacy lives on. Her fight for climate justice was as strong as each tree she nurtured. And who doesn't remember the ten forests she planted? She found her passion in a small project when she convinced administration and later on each staff member of three hostels to boycott Nestle. And she was just a volunteer at the time. The commitment to make the world a little better came easy to her soon after. As life went on, she understood her life mission was bigger than herself. And she never stopped giving back while helping others throughout her career. As an environmental activist, Alina got arrested multiple times, but she never slowed down. Outside of preserving and protecting endangered species, her organization's focus on social justice brought equality to a new level. Bringing normality back into taxing the rich and the church is probably the project she she was the most proud of. Yet, at the end of her life, she couldn't stop asking if she did enough. And we are here today to acknowledge her work changed millions and millions of lives for the better. Let her soul find peace and her remains become one with Mother Earth she protected and loved dearly. And now let's plant these trees. So I have to mention uh, Michelle Aiken is the coach um, of the program Spotlight Series. And I had her as a guest. She was my first ever guest. Uh, no, she was my second um, guest on the podcast and the one that I recorded in an Anchor Lab. I've been a fan of her for many, many, many years. And I'm doing this program and I've been in, um, in another program of hers that is uh, Break Up With Your Bullshit in which she's helping uh, creatives to break up with their bullshit and really go forward with uh, their work and stop being scared to put their work out in the world. Um, And writing this eology made me realize that what I want to do and what I want to focus my life on is environment. And I realized that all of these jobs that I'm trying to get and trying to have is for me to get financial uh, freedom so that I can follow my true passion. And everything comes together when I discovered another podcast with another guest. And now I'm obsessed because um, I've contacted this company. So it's called Earth Angel and it's based in New York City. And it's a company that is bringing my two very important passions together, the environment and film industry. So this company is helping film production companies to make their sets more eco-friendly. And I realized that this is what I want to do. This is my calling. I love the film industry and all that. But then my passion still remains in trying to make this planet better and trying to make people feel strongly about the environment and trying to connect better with with nature and and again I'm not you know like I know there are a lot of people that are taking mushrooms or like doing things like that and they are talking about being connected with nature and mother earth and I'm not like that I've never done drugs ever in my entire life but all this torment that has been happening inside me went to understanding that actually what I want to do is to help others I've always felt the need to help others But I'm probably too empathic to work with people in distress because I'm suffering a lot. So I think for me would be to help nature and um, anything related to the environment. And I I also realized another another thing which was like mind-blowing to me because I realized that working in film production and in the film festivals was are something that would feed my ego. Would feed my ego because it's a small community. And the fact, I remember every single year when I was going to a film festival and having that freaking badge around my neck made me, like you know how women, some women are wearing makeup to give them a boost of confidence? This is how I felt with that badge around my neck the boost of confidence, because I knew that in a way I'm in a secluded club that not everyone gets to get in. And I think this is all coming together to the fact that I'm not able to rejoin the said secluded cast. And I don't know if it's just me wanting to prove myself that I can get back into it or it's like, what is it? or how is it and so on in such a way that like really right now I'm having the epiphany of my life realizing that wait a minute I know what I want I want to combine these two worlds that everybody most of the people are keeping them separate so I got in touch with that company and they said that they will uh, come back to me when the CEO will be available to have a meeting with me and so fingers crossed that something like this, like s- this will actually lead to something better. Um, but yeah, I wanted to to get all of this out of me because I've been going through some amazing epiphanies. I'm still struggling. I'm still, there. Are nothing is fixed. But I feel like I'm getting closer to closer to understanding where I want to be and what I want to spend my time on. And I can only... Uh, wish you to do the same I am going to link all of the um, all of the podcasts that I mentioned in uh, the the episode notes so if you are interested in following any of those people that I mentioned make sure you you do that uh, in the episode notes other than that next week I'm going to tell you about how to work on your core Uh, but again inner journey so stay tuned for uh, next week this concludes today's episode thank you for listening and if you want to get in touch with me you can do so by emailing to alinaswonders at gmail.com until next time follow your dreams and stay true to yourself